Hey there, this is Hannah Weaver on the campus of Huntington University. You're listening to Rooted, an in-depth conversation with interesting people and topics that matter to the Forrester family. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. You can find us by searching Forrester Radio Rooted. Today I'm joined by Denali Kern. Hello. (laughs) And as an intro question... What mm-hmm. is your favorite thing to drink other than just water? Okay. Other than water. Um, I have two for this answer because it's a daytime, nighttime kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, daytime, I have this aloe drink that I really like. It's uh, it's like, mm, I say it reminds me of boba. It's like sweet water. I don't know how to describe it other than that. But it has like these chunks of aloe in it and it's just really fun to drink. It's very hydrating. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Um and nighttime drink is my hot decaf green tea because it just, you know, it really calms me for the night, you know, helps me relax before I go to sleep. So I love that drink, too. That's wonderful. Yeah, I always liked aloe. That's that's my other thing, but coffee's my, yes. my other. We don't talk about my caffeine addiction. Uh, no, mine, <laughs> no, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> um, so getting into your um, questions for you yeah. being and. uh what are the, it's called? A resident a, assistant. Resident yeah, assistant. an RA. An RA. Um, what is your academic year and major and minor? Do you have a minor as well? Yes, I do. Uh, I am a senior public relations major, and I picked a picked up a communication studies minor because it doesn't require any other classes. And I was like, mm, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, public relations. Cool. What made you decide to go into that major? Um. Well, I was originally broadcast media when I came into college, so I was in the DMA department, and I loved it so much. I loved being on things like this, podcasts, mics. I was, I'm all about audio production. That's one of my passions. But I realized that the track I was going, the job I was wanting, didn't align with uh, the life values that I was gaining. You know, I'm, I don't want to give my entire life to my career, and that's the way I was going with, uh, with my major. And so I was like... I think I need to pick a different path. And public relations is very similar to broadcast media. Same realm almost, except no equipment, you know, no software. Well, there's some, of course. But it's just PR is about people and about language. And those are also things that I'm very passionate about. It just fits me better. Very nice. Why did you decide to come to HU? Was the was the key thing that made you come here? <laughs> I think it was a God thing. My my mother had uh, met a a cashier at Kroger, and the cashier, for some reason, brought up her university that she went to. This is in Kentucky, too, so um, we're not even the same state. And my mom went home and looked up the university that she had recommended and found Huntington University. And my older sister, actually, who just graduated last year, she came before me, got an animation degree, and... So it was a God thing, and I followed my sister because that's what I do. That's very <laughs> you know? cool. That's similar to me. My brother actually came here for nursing really? before. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he did for about a year or two, but mm-hmm. he didn't have a paramedics program, so no, he don't. didn't he didn't stick around. But okay. he did enjoy it while he was here. Yes. So uh, very very similar paths there. So what is your leadership position like? What do you currently hold? What are your leadership positions on campus? Um. On campus. I've held a lot of them over the years. Right now, I am just resident assistant because senior year, I wanted less commitment, less affiliation. You know, I needed some time to 
do work and graduate. So, <laughs> so I'm just resident assistant right now um, under Quentin Graves is the new RD. Oh, nice. How long have you been an RA? Um, well, I was an RA my sophomore year as well. Um, well, it was my freshman into sophomore year, actually. And I was an RA in Roush second over like 29 freshman girls. <laughs> Shout out to you, freshmen. <laughs> There's a lot of them still here. So, um, and that was a blast, but it was so crazy different from this year where I'm, I've been an RA for a few months now as a senior in Meadows, Meadows third. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how did you get involved with that position? Like what led you to getting that leadership position at HU? Well, partly my freshman year, my RAs were the first people to connect me to the university, really. Like, I wasn't a transfer student, but I did take a gap semester and showed up in the spring of 2020 rather than fall 2019. Um, And so I didn't know a single soul on campus, except for my sister. (laughs) But I didn't know a single soul. And Angel Moyer and Kate Schaub... I'm saying her last name correctly. (laughs) They were my two RAs freshman year, and they just made me feel very welcomed and part of the floor, even though everyone had already made friends with each other and I was new, you know. So that's part of it. Another part is just that I want experience in leadership and wanted the challenge of it. So, And I got that, especially sophomore year. (laughs) That's very cool, yeah. I, as a student government person, understand how important those roles are, not just to other people, yeah. but to yourself. Absolutely. Like, you definitely realize later on, oh my goodness, this helped me through right. this, it that, made, and it the re- other It made me realize a lot about myself, just leadership roles, the way, I don't know, my, my, my kind of empathy, and I don't know. Yeah, if you lot. had asked me freshman year, I would have said, I'm going to be mm-hmm. a commuter rep. I would have looked at you like you were crazy, because <laughs> I was like, I was not even, even inclined into any student no. government stuff, and then somebody was like, you should just do it, and I'm like, Okay, (laughs) so Mm -hmm. um, what made you decide to be in that position? How did you get the position? What was the the, Mm. the process? I can't remember who it was, but someone told me you would make a good RA. You should try out. You should not try out, but, you know, apply. And just kind of boosted my ego, and I was like, all right, bet. (laughs) I'm going to apply, and I did. And the interview process was all of the RDs sitting down in a room, and it was more of a discussion than an interview, really, because they would bring up questions about the way you react in crisis, or what would you do if a student came to you with an emotional need? What would you say to them, you know? Talking about confidentiality and a little bit of the rules therein, and so the the interview process was very laid back, and I appreciated that, So because it was easy, easy to talk to the RDs, really. What is your favorite aspect of your position? My favorite aspect is probably that it it gives me an excuse to know everyone. <laughs> um, I'm the type of person, I want to know everyone's name, even if I don't have the opportunity to get to know them. I want to know their name. I want to know, you know, I don't know. It's just me. <laughs> People person. but Social butterfly a little yeah. bit. Like, want to go see all the flowers. Slightly less this year as a senior, and I'm getting a little tired. But, <laughs> no, I'm still the same way. Of It just... I'm an RA, so I can just come up, knock on some, I'm not going to harass people, but <laughs> knock on someone's door. I'm like, hi, I'm your RA, you mm-hmm. know, and that gives me 
a little bit of a less awkward entrance into a conversation. So I've met a lot of people by way of being an RA, and that's that's been a blessing for sure. Having a position where people can come to you and ask you questions always helps with conversation. Like just having yes. a conversation with someone, it they does. feel like they can come to you and they know that they're going to be safe in that scenario to talk Absolutely. about something. Yeah. So. Yeah. By law, I am required to keep your secret. No, 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 not necessarily all of them, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, yes. the 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 main ones, the ones that are more personal, I think right. sometimes right. that they feel like they can, you know, mm-hmm. trust you with. How has your faith impacted your leadership style? My leadership style has definitely changed. I used to think I was very very rule following, very strict, very much a, um, like, I don't know, I, I strict, <laughs> but, but what's that word? Stringent, maybe? Yeah, that's a, that's a fair one. Yeah. I used to think I was that way. And then the Lord has challenged me a lot in just realizing really who I am because I thought I knew who I was all the way up until 19 and then 19 hit and I was like, okay, (laughs) this is maybe, maybe it was true, but this isn't me anymore. Sophomore year being an RA, I took on the role of the prankster (laughs) leader. (laughs) I would like prank all of my girls and, um, I don't know, just, I wanted to be a leader that showed them that they can be completely themselves and they will be accepted even still. I, I really appreciate seeing other people being okay with being embarrassed and being very humble about it. And that's the way of leadership that I've taken on rather than that strict leader that I thought I was, you know, I'm so much more laid back. And that's because God in my faith walk has given me a lot of confidence in who I am, mainly starting from freshman and sophomore year. Just, I know who I am now mm-hmm. and I will show everyone, <laughs> you know, it's, I don't hold back and I don't want my girls to hold back, you know. That's so. great. That's wonderful. Cause especially in college, it's very hard to find your, like your identity within that because it's different yes. from high school. Cause high school, yeah, we're dealing with a lot of challenges mm-hmm. and a lot of like, okay, where am I going? Who I, who am I socializing with? How right. does this affect my, my like walk or right. non-walk depending on <laughs> where you, where you come from mm-hmm. and your background. But yeah, I, college is just a whole different ball game because you're having Agreed. to know you you have a lot more people looking at you. Yes. And well, it's like a great place and a great time to find out who you are without your friends. Like who you are without them in mind. Who who are you? Mm-hmm. You know, don't think about anyone else cuz there's a lot of times people just I it seems they I guess there's a bandwagoning, you know, there's, there's just, they're, I don't want people to be okay with just being what their friends want them to be, you know, just like the societal, societal norm. Yeah. It can get very restrictive for a person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, I think it's very, I think that's very accurate. Moral of the story. Be yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. What challenges have you faced as a student leader and how have you overcome them? I keep going back to sophomore year RAing. I'd say some challenges were medical and emotional emergencies that I have never 
never before experienced. I didn't know in the moment, didn't really know what to do. Um, were those with other students or with, with like, other students? Okay. Not with my okay. not, yeah <laughs> medical <laughs> emotional emergencies for my residents. Yeah. You know, they would I would be the first on scene or first one they told or whatever, and it was very challenging at that time to to respond gracefully, respond effectively, and also respecting confidentiality while all of that is happening. It was a very challenging time, but. I really leaned into other student leaders. Um, my co-RA that year was Tori Wilfong, who's just graduated. But she was amazing with emotional needs. She under she had that natural empathy. And I I don't have the natural empathy. I've, you know, I've built it up over time because it didn't didn't come naturally. I was very much a I understood rules and I knew how to implement rules, you know, <laughs> things like that. So when an emotional issue came up, Tori would take the lead, and I would be her help. When something like a rule needs to be in place, or someone needs to be, you know, not not punished or anything, but, you know, some change needs to happen, I would take the lead, and Tori would help me. Things like that. Um, so being humble enough to ask for help is something that I had to realize pretty early on. Who is an individual who has inspired or impacted you in some way? And this can be anybody. This can be somebody present or past or, yeah. Anybody. Mm -hmm. I would say my dad is someone who's really, really inspired me. I think in middle school and high school, I didn't really appreciate fully the things that he's done for me and my family. And it's kind of taken college years, and being away in a distance makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> being away has helped me realize that my father is a very devoted person, very sacrificial, very generous. And I can take his example in so many ways, the way he's led my family, though we've moved to five different states and so many houses within those states. Um, he's you know, military, so we, we followed him everywhere and happily because we knew he would protect us. He's a very devout believer in God, and I've gained most of my knowledge of the Lord and the Bible from him. So, I mean, I just don't know don't know where I'd be without him, you know? He's he's forever my inspiration. <laughs> That's very cool, yeah. I'll, some people would say they're parents, but I found more often than not, some people won't. So it's very interesting to yeah. hear that perspective I feel, I feel very um that's great that's, gra grateful <laughs> that's a, that's a blessing to have that in your life to have yes. that that family like unit thing going on that's great and I think that's def desperately like missed especially in our culture is that that connection with family it's sad yeah don't be... you n never catch yourself ungrateful for anything that someone doesn't have you know because I've seen it everywhere and mm -hmm. my heart cries for them but <laughs> Yeah. I will appreciate what I have because uh, one day I won't, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. so appreciate appreciate what you have now. And mm -hmm. Thank the Lord every day for the things that you have. Yeah, that's very cool. I love that so much because that goes very much with how I grew up, which right. is this, you take care of family, you care about family, yes. you know, that's what, that should be your priority. And hopefully so. family takes care of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's that's always the hope and the, the goal is that yes. you take care of each other. 
Well, thank you so much for being here today, Denali. I really appreciate talking to you. (laughs) This has been great. I always like seeing you on campus and having a quick conversation about a book or yes <laughs> though you're a commuter i see you i see you often yeah i'm always hey, running we've... <laughs> i'm always running around i'm never i'm never in one spot for too long so uh unless i'm absolutely dead tired and i've just come off of a shoot or something Falling asleep at a yeah. table or something yeah nodding off i swear that's how i'm gonna be when i'm old i'm just gonna be nodding off at tables random tables those are my favorite types of grandmas <laughs> gam, right. gam, weave. Gam, gam. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to save that. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again so much for joining me today. You're I really very appreciate welcome. it. Thank so. you. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And remember, you can listen to Forrester Radio over the air in Huntington on 105.5 WQHU or stream us anytime, anywhere on ForresterRadio.com. Stay rooted.